0: Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 98 is entitled, The Last Days, Part 4, The Marriage Supper of the Lamb versus The Supper of the Great God.
1: Let's turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 19, to read of the two great suppers that will be held at the coming of Christ. And prior to the millennium. As we read this, let's remember that the Second Coming is a series of events, not a single spectacular appearing. Many things happen during the Second Coming, both for the preparation for the coming of Christ and for the preparation of the ushering in of the millennium. There will be no magic wand, and poof, all is done. Think of the second coming of Christ as the preparation for the millennium, and think of the millennium as a thousand-year period of well-established government, ruled by Christ and administered by his disciples. It is an extremely elaborate system of government, but before that can happen, the entire world must be overthrown, and all of its governments collapse, and the wicked removed from the earth. That does not happen in an instant suddenly. In addition, elaborate preparations are made before Christ comes, meaning during unspecified periods of time. In two previous podcasts, we talked about the rise and fall of Babylon. In chapter 14 of the book of Revelation, an angel announces the fall of Babylon.
0: And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, the great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Revelation 14.8
1: But that was just the voice of the second angel. In chapter 14, we hear seven voices, though only six voices are identified as angels. Enormous preparation occurs even before Christ appears on the earth the second time. But notice the preparation before that occurs. The first voice announces the following.
0: And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne. And before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand, which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no guile for they are without fault before the throne of God.
1: Now we hear the voice of the first angel.
0: And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come and worship Him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. Revelation fourteen one
1: 1-7 This is all in preparation for the Lord's second coming. It is clear that the Lord wants to give everyone in the world an opportunity to accept His gospel before He comes. The Lord does not want His children to be caught by surprise, unprepared. He wants them to be invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb and not to the supper of the great God. Christ wants to save the world, and not to condemn the world. John does not say how long that will take, but we do know that the second angel suddenly announces that Babylon is fallen is fallen. That will come as a great surprise, and will happen suddenly.
0: Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come.
1: John is speaking of the collapse of the world's economy, and we know from the crash of 29 how that can occur suddenly. We also know that out of that collapse came World War II. The crash of 29 is a mere economical glitch compared to the collapse of the world economy predicted by John. The world recovered from the Great Depression. The world will never recover from the fall of Babylon. World War II is a skirmish to the world wars that will occur during the end time, The final wars will be a full nuclear catastrophe. There will be a universal division, but it won't be along political lines. It will be along moral lines. Those who are on the side of truth and virtue, regardless of their political or religious affiliations, and those who aren't. Man is presently doing all he can to make that economic collapse a reality. Some are trying to set up a one-world government, a one-world banking system, A one-world money system that will bring an inevitable collapse when one falls all fall we have no gold or silver standards paper money is as fragile as the paper it is printed on and virtual money will replace paper money anyway money has become an illusion and when faith in the illusion is gone universal panic and overnight collapse is inevitable Those who think that the book of Revelation is a myth or fable will discover that it was a sure prophecy, and when that prophecy is fulfilled, even the most calloused will see the clear connection. It appears that financial collapse will be the first great calamity. After the financial collapse, another angel follows. John describes him as speaking with a loud voice. That has two connotations. One, he is an angel of great authority, and two, many will hear his voice.
0: and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever, and they have no rest day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Revelation fourteen nine through 11
1: The one-world banking system will be an evil system ruled by widespread corruption, secret societies, and organized criminals. Though ruled by man, Satan will be behind it, and only the corrupt will be from it. Who is the beast? It is the second beast described in Revelation 13, carrying the secret symbol of 666. That is the beast that represents a one-world economy ruled by very evil people.
0: And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Revelation thirteen, sixteen through eighteen.
1: Members of the Secret Society will decide who has the number. Clearly, it will be very high government officials held together by secret oaths and multilayered corruption. The corruption will be so deep, good people will not be able to prosper. It will no doubt be sealed in blood and protected by murder, intimidation and power held together by laminated levels of bribery. Those who worship the beast will suffer the wrath of God. But the Lord does not want man to suffer. That is why the third angel announced that the gospel would be preached to the entire earth. Notice the blessings of the faithful saints.
0: Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Revelation fourteen twelve 12-13
1: For the unfaithful, however, it is not well.
0: And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. Revelation fourteen fourteen through 20
1: There are two feasts mentioned by John at the second coming of the Messiah. The first is a supper that we all want to attend. It is called the marriage supper of the Lamb. The second supper is a supper no one, if they understood, would want to attend. It is called the supper of the great God. Let us turn to chapter 19 of the book of Revelation.
0: And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia! Salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and have avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up for ever and ever, and the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Revelation 19,
1: 1-4 Only the righteous will be invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb.
0: And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints, and he saith unto me, Write, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb, and he saith unto me, These are the true saints of God. Revelation nineteen five through 9
1: Christ will appear in glory with his army. For the righteous it will be glorious, for the wicked it will be frightful.
0: And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness doth he judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Revelation nineteen ten through 16
1: The second feast is one that no one would want to attend. It is called the Supper of the Great God. The imagery of John captures the horror.
0: And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourself together unto the Supper of the Great God that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gather together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh." Revelation nineteen seventeen through twenty one
1: John describes those who will attend the supper of the great God.
0: These shall make war with the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of Lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Revelation seventeen fourteen.
1: It will be all of those who make war with the lamb. The outcome of the battle is predetermined. The purpose of the book of Revelation is to tell the saints which side to be on, the winning side or the losing side. It is their choice. Satan will be bound and Babylon will fall. That is the message. And those nations who have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth who are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. In other words, those who have lived deliciously will be at the supper of the great God. Only as Hamlet says of the poor Polonius, they will go not to eat, but to be eaten.
0: Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.
1: In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.